Okay, so now we're going to do Parshas Vayishlach, uh, Shishi, uh, that's Perik Lamed Hay, Pasukid Base, chapter 35, verse 12. Now, a lot of times, I, I don't know the reason for that, but a lot of times, the way the Parshas are divided, it's very difficult to understand the logic behind how they were divided. Like, for example, uh, last yesterday's parsha is in the middle of God's speaking to uh, to uh, to Yaakov, uh, and uh, the today's verse Yudbeis is just continuation of that talk, and it finishes about about that talk. So why would the parsha uh, finish right in the middle of the saying and continue right to the next one? It doesn't. It's in a lot of, in a lot of places the 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 uh, the, the way the dividing uh, by the the division by the parshas are uh, seemingly hard to understand. I just want to bring that up because here we're starting in Pesukim Beis. The Eibush they're sending, telling, speaking to Yaakov and saying, asher nosati and the land that I have given to Avraham, that I gave to Avraham, uli Yitzchok and to Yitzchok. <coughs> so I will give it to you and to your seed after you I will give the land now this is already Hashem's expression here is nosati that I have given already meaning that he's already given it before and you know to a certain in a, to a certain extent God has given him meaning the promise and they've, they've lived there a little bit but the full giving is as the Pasik says, for the future, that is when the Yidin, after Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, will go into Herod the land. That's when it's really going to be their land. But the Shem has already given the land. And we find these languages throughout the Chumash and throughout the Torah, and especially, remember before, by Avram Avinu, when he says, Ger he says, I can either take the land as a Toshov because Minadin. And, you know, the Rebbe talks about it in, in, in different sikhas. Let's go back. Posecute Gimel. Posecute Gimel. Vayal me'olov eleikim. And Hashem went up from him in the place where he had spoken with him. So Hashem went up from him. Now, uh, the um, the uh, next Posecute says also by... Yatsev Yaakov Matseva Yaakov uh, put up a uh, monument uh, in the place that Hashem spoke with him it was a Matseves oven, a stone monument. And he poured a libation upon it, meaning he poured a pouring on the on the uh, on the uh, that's a libation of wine by and he poured oil upon it. So that's the kind of a service of shemen and yain yain shemesh as a nesach for the uh, matzeva for the uh, monument. Now remember that uh, uh, this was uh, what Yaakov did on the way going there too. He says matzeva. Now Rashi on the words itoy says, that I don't know what it's teaching us. Uh, why is the Pasuk saying that Yaakov placed the Matseva on the place that he spoke to him? Because uh, that is known. Now, in Pasuk Gimel, it says exactly the same Lotion. 
says there also in the place that he spoke to him. Here it says in both places it says Now I am not sure if Rashi's question any is also on the first one because the Pasuket Gimel Hashem went up from him of course uh, actually the uh, Pasuket Dalid uh, it's not um, it's not as simple because maybe Yaakov Yaakov Matzeva in another place uh, still Rashi says in Edei Mam Lamdeinu so I'm not I'm not sure about that let's look into the Mepharshim let's go by it Pasuk Tezvav Vayikra Yaakov the Shema Mokim Asher Dibir Itoi Shom Eleikim and Yaakov named the place where Hashem has spoken to him he called it Beis scale he called it the Beis scale the house of God Pasuk design. Vayisu mi base scale. So they journeyed from base scale. Vayhi oit kivras haoritz, and there was still a distance of 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 of, of land. Lavo yefroso to come to Ephros. Vatele drochel, and Rochel gave birth. Vatikash bilidita, and it was difficult while she was giving birth. She had the hardship by her giving birth. So what does it mean by Hiyoid Kivras Oretz? We translated, uh, there was Kivras Oretz, there was still some distance. They hadn't quite reached Ephros. But uh, he says, Rashi brings down, Menachem Pirush Loshen Kabir. That it means of Kabir, meaning a lot. There was Kivras Oretz. So he explains the Kabir Loshen Ribui, meaning Mahalich Rav, that it means that it was still a long distance. But the Agode, in the Agode interpretation, Bizman Shehooretz Chalula Umnukeves Kikvora. That's at the time that the land was hollow and it had holes in it like a sift. Shahanir uh, Motsui, it was uh, the near, um, uh, that the plowed fields were common because Hastov Ovar, the winter has passed. Vasherev adayin lebo, and the uh, heat has not yet come. So that's when people plow their land. So the word kivras oretz means the land was like a sift; it was plowed through. It was very hollow because everybody was plowing the the the, the land. But the einzeb shutoishel mikra. This is not the simple meaning of the pasuk. Sharei benamon matzinu, because we find by namon in lachem beis. Perik uh, hey Pasikutes it says Vayelech Meitoi he went from him Kivras Eretz so Kivras Eretz means a distance of a land it wasn't there is not talking about Meil over here is Vayhi Oid Kivras Eretz the land was still hollow over here it makes sense in the Vayhi Oid Kivras Eretz the land was still hollow uh, to his coming to Ephraim somehow we can squeeze it in. But over there, it doesn't make sense. He went from him, Kibras Eres, that means a distance of land. And I say, Rashi says, that this is a Kibras Eres, is a name, it's a measure, it's a, it's a, a section of land that's a, called a Kibras Eres. It's like going a parsa, this is a, a, a measure, an area, a distance. Or more, like you say. So the tzemet kerem means a um, uh, that it means that uh, when you measure an area, you say the yokes of a vineyard. Simidei kerem, that a you know that is what the uh, the area is. So you know you give a 
you give a uh, an example from something that takes a place, and you say, well, to get there is like a tzemet kerem, like it takes uh, like to the, the distance of a yoke of vineyards. And uh, before in 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 we learned Chalkas Sode, a plot of land. Uh, so, so likewise, when a person walks, you say the measure, you say a measure of a Kivras Oretz. And it was when she had difficulty, when she was giving birth, as we were saying before, Vatikash Bilidita. She had a hard time giving birth. So when it was when she, when the difficulty giving birth, so the midwife told her, "Altiri, don't be afraid." This is also a son for you, meaning that he's gonna live. She was afraid, you know, when, especially in the olden days, even nowadays, but especially in the olden days, uh, you know, people they didn't have all the advanced medicine and you know a lot of times you know babies were died uh, died during prayer during birth and and mothers died sometimes how are they talking about they're talking about uh, Rachel that Rachel was uh, she was giving birth over there but she was having uh, so so she told her ki gamzel this is also to you a son what is meaning the words ki this is also uh what does it mean also? Dr. Ashi, Neisav Lechal Yosef. In addition to the son Yosef that you already have, this additional one. But Rabbi Seinu Darshu and our teachers Darshan, Im Kol She'evet Neiladot Uma. With every tribe there was born a twin. There was a girl that was born. With every one of the Shvatim there was a girl that was born with them. The Im Binyamin and with Binyamin Neiladot Uma Yisera there was born an additional twin. So when it says Kigam, meaning an extra, this also, meaning there's an extra child over there. So there was two twins, there was like triplets by uh, the birth of Binyamin. And maybe that's why also it was Bakshay, so that's why it was so difficult for her, because for triplets. So Posikut Ches, Vayhi Bitseis Nafsho Kimeso. And it happened that when her soul departed, because she died, Batikra Shmoi. So she called his name Ben Oini. She called him Ben Oini, meaning the son of my pain. The father called him Binyamin. Okay, Ben Oini, Zokterashi. What does Oini mean? Ben Tsari, the son of my pain. Because uh, uh, the, he was, uh, she, she was in pain because of him. And then eventually she died from it. But it says his father called him uh, Binyamin. Uh, why was he called Binyamin? Zokrashi, uh, it doesn't say, Amu Karla Binyamin. Zokrashi, Nira Be'enai, it seems to me, Lefi Shuhu Levadei Noilad Be'eretz Kanan. It was only he who was born in the land of Kanan. Shehi Benegev, which is in the south. Kisha Odom Bo'am Aram Naraim. When a person comes from Aram Naraim, that's to the south of Aram Naraim. Kameshinem, as it says in the Pasuk, by Midbalam, Gimel Mem, Benegev Be'eretz Haknan in the south in the land of Canaan, and before in Pasukut Beis Pasuk Tes it says Halech V'Naseya Negba he's going towards the Negev. That's when uh, Avram was journeying from Aram Naraim because he was also coming from Nochir, from Lavan, from Terach. This is where they all lived. So there he was going south. So Eretz Yisrael is the south. So 
therefore, the uh, lotion of Binyamin, I think that the reason why it's called Binyamin is because when a person is facing east, his right hand side is the south. So the south is considered the right hand side. That's why it's called Binyamin, the son of Yamin, of the right, because he is the son of the right. That's another way. The right is another way for the south. Binyamin, Zoktrashi, Ben Yamin, a son of the right. Loshen, uh, this comes from the language of Tsofen Viyamin, in Atoberosom. North and right, north and right, right means south. Uh, you created them. And that's why the Fikachumoli, that's why it's Yamin, Yud Mem Yud Nun. Dabarachar, another shot is Binyamin is Ben Yamin. He's a son of days, Shinoidlaiz because he was born at the old age of Yaakov, Vinikhtav Binun. And it's written Benun instead of Ben Yomim, the son of days of old days, it's written Ben Yomin with a nun. Hayamin, like we find like at the end of the day, so we also find with a nun instead of the men. Right, the next passage you tell Thomas Rachel and Rachel died. But he covered Ephrosa, and she was buried on the road to Ephros. He based Lochem, that is based Lochem. So that's called Beis Lochem. That's on the way to Ephros, and on the way in Beis Lochem. Posikhov, Vayatsev, Yaakov, Matseva, and Yaakov uh, erected a monument, Al Kvurosa, on her grave. He Matseva's Kvuros Rochel Adayoim, that is the tombstone of Rochel until this day. We have Kaver Rochel, that's till this day, that's the Kaver Rochel. It's really on the way. It's not, they never made it to the Maris they never made it into Ephraim. That's really on the way. And later on, Yaakov references when he asks Yosef to bury him and take him back to Maris He brings down this story over here that he buried his mother on the road and didn't take her to Maris or even to the city over there. Wow. And he says this was a pi Hashem because Hashem wanted her to be buried over there so that when her kids will children, when the Bnei Yisrael were exiled uh, in the Churb, in the Beis HaMikdosh, they would go out and, and Rachel, Mavaka Al-Boneho, she would cry for her children and she would besiege Hashem. So that's why Hashem placed her in that strategic place over there in the cave of Rachel, uh, for her to bury her over there. This was the plan of Hashem. Yeah? What happened when she gave birth to Binyamin, that's when she died? She, when she gave birth, at the time that she was giving birth to Binyamin, that's when she died, yeah? Now, Israel journey. Now, remember, we changed, Hashem changed his name from Yaakov to Yisrael. So now he's talking about Yisrael. So, Yisrael, so Yisrael journeyed. And he pitched his tent, uh, some distance from uh, the tower of Eder. There was a tower there called Eder, and he pitched his tent uh, some distance from there. Uh, and it uh, was when Yisrael uh, sojourned or he lived, he was Shechen, he dwelt in that land. Ruven, and uh, Ruven went. Uh, and he was with Bilah, the concubine of his father. Yisrael, and Yisrael, his father Yisrael, heard of it. And the sons of Yaakov were twelve. What does this mean? 
This was prior to coming to Hebron. Eitzel Yitzchok to his father Yitzchok. Iruhu kol Eila. All these things happened to him. What he's talking about? So what does it mean by Yishkav? He was with his Rashi. He didn't really. Um, he didn't really. Um, he wasn't really with Bila, but Metoch Shebilbo Mishkovoi because he mixed up his father's uh, his father's plans. Malolav Akosav Kilu Shachva. So the pasuk says as if he was with her. Velama Bilbo. Why did he uh, Reuven get involved? Vechilal Yitzuav and he desecrated the uh, the bed of uh, of Yaakov. Shemeisa Rochel. Because when Rachel died, not a Yaakov mitosay shahisen esuda tovid ba'ayil Rachel. So Yaakov took his his place where he lived and was always he always his main place was always in the tent of Rachel. Veloy b'sharei holim and it wasn't in the other tents. So that was his main place. But when she died, v'nosna ba'ayil bilha he gave it in the tent. So he moved his main place of living to Bilha's tent. Bilha was the maid servant of Rachel. But Ruven, so Ruven came with Tova Elvin Imei. He was demanding the embarrassment of his mother. Amar, and he said, Im achois imi, hoiso tzoro liimi, if my uh, mother's sister, which means Rachel, which is his mother, Leah gave birth to Ruven, so his mother's uh, sister was a tzoro, was a, an enemy to my mother, meaning they were... Uh, uh, conflict because they were tzores, they were problems for the cold tzores. Why? Because um, we um, 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 Yaakov chose uh, Rachel over Leah. That's called the tzores because one wife over the other wife. So she says she was a tzores and he chose the other wife instead of Leah. But she said Shivchas Achois Imi, the maid servant of. The sister of my mother, Tate should be a problem for my mother. So he said, it's not right for Yaakov to have his main place with Bilha. He should be in with my mother, with Leah. That's why he uh, mixed, mixed up. Now, um, you know, he didn't have you know, a right to do that. He did it because of, um, of, of, of the thing with his mother. Now, Rashi before... Um, uh, remember when he gave uh, when when Rachel originally gave Bilha, uh, there was a discussion between her and Yaakov about because Rachel couldn't have any children and that's why she gave Bilha. Eventually, Yaakov told her that your grandfather Avraham took in the tzara, and you should take a tzara too, uh, which is your maidservant. So there's something special over there about the maidservant being the tzara, besides the wife. He goes back to the first time. was born, Now the bed is complete. All the children are there. And now they are fit to be counted. and he starts to count them because you have everybody. But our teachers learned that is coming to teach us that we're all equal. The kulam tzadikim, they're all right. It's shaloyichata Reuven that Reuven didn't really sin. So the pasuk is telling you, Yaakov's children were named Osar, were twelve. They're all tzadikim because he didn't really sin. 
Pasuk of Gimel. Now the Pasuk comes. Menei Leah, Bechayr Yaakov, the uh, sons of Leah, the firstborn of Yaakov. So the Ruvain, the Shimon, the Levi, the Yehuda, the Yisachar, the Zvulun. So the Bechayr Yaakov was Ruvain. And then came Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisachar, the Zvulun. So why is it called Bechayr Yaakov? So the Rashi, Afilu B'Shas HaKalkola, even at the time that uh, he made a mistake, that he made an error, Ruvain, Korei Bechayr, he still calls him the Bechayr. What does it mean? He says, Bechayr Yaakov, the first one of Yaakov is Ruvain. What does Bechayr Yaakov mean? So Rashi is a Bechayr L'Nachala, for inheritance, you know, you get double. Bechayr L'Avoida, he gets to serve, Dod Avoida, uh, to perform the service. And also, Bechayr L'Minyan, that he's the firstborn, firstborn regarding the counting, when the names of the tribes were enumerated, he was always counted first. Always count uh, Reuven first. And the birthright was given to Yosef only It was only as far as tribes that he became two tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh. But all other things of the Bechayra that belonged to Reuven. But the fact that Bechayra takes Pishnaim and he went and became two tribes that was given to Yosef. Pasuk of Dalit Bnei Rachel, the sons of Rachel, were Yosef of Binyamin. Uh, now this is already not in the order of their birth, because they were born, Yosef was born later, after Binyamin, they were born last, but uh, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisachar, Zvulun, also not in the order, because first Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda were born, and then the Shvachas, then Yisachar, Zvulun, and then Yosef, Binyamin. But it goes by the mothers, by the name of the uh, mothers. Bnei Vilha, Chavhei, Bnei Vila, the children of Vila, it's Shivchas Rachel. So even though they were always uh, wives and they married, but they're still always referred to as the maid servants of Rachel. And that's the way they were treated always, because you see also with the incident with Reuven himself. Because they were called a Shivchas Rachel, the maids of Rachel, were Don the Naftali, Don the Naftali, and Pazik Chavav, Bnei Zilpah, and the sons of Zilpah, Shifchas Leah, the maidservant of Leah, was God Ve'asher, was God Nasher. Eila B'nei Yaakov, these were the children of Yaakov, Asher Yulad Loi, that were born to him, B'Padan Arom and Padan Arom. Actually, Binyamin was not born in Padan Arom, but probably as a whole, were born to him. These are the children of Yaakov that were born to him in Padan Arom. It includes them all. So Yaakov comes to his father Yitzchok, uh, Mamre, to Mamre, Kiryas Arba, to the Kirya of four, as we said before, either Rashi said before the four giants lived there, or because it was uh, the place of the four couples that were buried in the Mars of Machpela, but Kiryas Arba, that is Chevrin. And uh, according to the Zohar, uh, uh, we learned before, Kiryas Arba refers to the uh, to the body, which is Chevrin, which is Mechubar. Okay, that's another thing. He touches on the, uh, the earlier when it comes to uh, that when Avram came, Lisbeth Lesor of Lifkois over there. But anyways, Shagar Shom Avram Yitzchok, he comes to the uh, Kiryav of Arba, which is Hebron, in which Avram and Yitzchak lived over there in Hebron. That was the place that Avram lived before, and then Yitzchak lived there. What is Mamre? He came to the Mamre. Zotrashi Shem Hamishir. That's the name of the plain, the flat land of there was called Mamre. 
Kiryasa Arba, that's the Kiryasa Arba, that's Shemair, that's the name of the city. So that general area, it's like that section was called, uh, you know, uh, Mamre, but the city is called uh, Kiryasa Arba. Uh, so, uh, so therefore, uh, the name of the city is Mamre Kiryasa Arba, uh, which means El Misha Shalkiryas Arba, the plain of Kiryas Arba. So it's Mamre Kiryas Arba, it's the plain of Kiryas Arba. If you're going to say you should have written Mamre HaKiryas Arba, that uh, of the Kiryas Arba, uh, so, so it's always the custom of the Pasuk on any matter which has a double name, like this case, Kiryas uh, Arba, or Beis Lochem, or Avi Ezer, two names, Beis Kel, Hey, if he needs to say a hey, ha base halachem avi hazer, nois no beresha teva. So he puts it in the beginning of the teva hashnia in the second one. So it's instead of ha kiryas arba, it's kiryas arba, or uh, a story of ha base halachmi is base halachmi. Beefras avi hazri, bono chiel base haeli. Instead of Bono Hachiel, basically. Alright. Next, Pasik, Pasik of Ches, Vayihu, Yimei Yitzchok, Maaz Shono, Shmeinim Shono. The days of Yitzchok were 80 years and 100 years. Now we already learned about Rishka's passing, remember? Because that we learned where? That it says that Meneka Sirivka, when she died, we learned that Batomus Dvaira Meneka Sirivka. And Rashi explained over there that she was also um, the word gam over there includes also that um, it was also an oven for Rivka. But now the Pasik tells us about Yitzchok dies. And Rashi explained over there why doesn't the Torah specifically say about Rivka's death? Because people shouldn't say cursor that she gave birth to Esau. Pasik Chavtes. Vayikva Yitzchok and Yitzchok expired. Vayomas and he died. Vayosev El Amov and he was gathered into his people, Zokin Usva Yomim, he was old, and uh, uh, satisfied with years, years, and they buried him, Esau and his sons, uh, and Esau and, and Yaakov his sons. Now, so here it says, Vayigva Yitzchok, according to the story, you might think that this is all taking place, uh, before Mechilas, uh, before Yosef, uh, uh, the the selling and everything that comes in the following parshas. So Tarashi over here a mukdam um ocher There is no earlier or later in the Torah. Mechilase shall Yosef the sale of Yosef kodma lemisosa shall Yitzchok shteim esrei shana. That preceded Yosef selling preceded. Yitzchok's death by 12 years. So even though we didn't learn yet about the selling of Yosef, but, and we're reading here about Yitzchok's death, but we need to know that Yitzchok's death took place um, 12 years after Yosef was sold. How do we know this? Because when Yaakov was born, Yitzchok was 60 years old. As it says in the Pesach B'Ferish, Le'il, before in Perikhofei Poschavov, Yitzchok ben Shishim Shona, Yitzchok was 60 years old. 
Now, the Yitzchok Meis and Yitzchok died, Mishnas Meir Ve'esim Le'yakov. So Yitzchok had to die when Yaakov was 120 years old. Because if he died when he was 180, and Yitzchok and Yaakov were 60 years younger than him, so if he's 180, how old is Yitzchok who is 60 years younger than him? 120. So, im toitzi shishim mimeyo shmeinim shono, if you take out the 60 years from 180, nishiru meyav esm, so therefore you are left with 120. So Yaakov was 120 years old. Now, the Yosef nimkar ben shvayas reishono, and Yosef was sold when he was uh, 17 years old. The Yosef shono, and that year that Yosef was sold, that he was 70 years old, was Shnas Meya Ushmoina Liyakov. That was 108 years. Yaakov. Yaakov was 108 years old then. Ketzat. How do we know that he was 108 years old? Ben Shishi Bisholish Nisbarach. He got the bracha when he was 63. As we proved before, because that was when Yishmoel died, because the Torah says, Achos Nevoyus, that Nevoyus performed the marriage, helped. helped his sister get married to Esau, and Rash says because Yishmael died then. So we proved over there that Yitzchak was, uh, that, 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 that uh, Yaakov was 63 years old then. And for 14 years before he went to Choron, he hid in the house of Aver. So you have uh, 14 and 63 is 77. Uh, and for 14 years he worked for a wife, for both of his wives he worked, okay? And at the end of the 14 years, Yosef, because that was when Yosef was born, because the Pasik says, before, when she gave birth. So then is when Yaakov came to Lavan, at the time that Yosef was born, Yaakov came to Lavan and said to him, I need to make something for my family too. So that was after the 14 years. So, uh, so therefore, uh, so he was 91 years old when Yosef uh, was born. And then we have Shvayasrei Acheloi Nimkar Yosef. And then 17 years old. So how much do you have? So you have 108 years. So we see that Yosef was sold 108 years old. And this story takes place when he was 120 years old. So this, uh, that's the raya that ain't mukdam and And the parenthesis Rashi says, Oid mufurish minamikra, and also it's, ex- it's explicit in, from the Posik that mishenimke Yosef achebo Yaakov Mitzrayim, that from the time that Yosef was sold until Yaakov came to Mitzrayim, esin mushtayim shona, there was 22 years. Those were the 22 years uh, that Yaakov lingered in the ways. Uh, so Yosef, from the time that Yosef uh, was uh, sold until Yaakov came to Mitzrayim was 22 years. How do we see this Shinamar? Because it says later on that he was 30 years then. He was 30 years then. So in the 7 and, and 2, that's Hare Esri Mushtaim. So you have uh, uh, 22, because starting from 17 to 30, starting from 17 to 30, how much do you have? 13. It's 13. 
And then you have 13 plus 9. 9. Is 22. 22. So that's 22. So that's what, Uksiv. And the Pesach says, Yemeshnei Mugurai, he was telling Yaakov, he was telling Parai, that the days of my years, the Shloishim of Ashana were 130 years. Nimtza Yaakov b'mechidosei, so Yaakov was by his sale, Mehu Shmoina. And here we see that he was 100 and, and uh, 20, because he was 60 when he was born, and he was uh, 100, lived to 180. So we have to say that this story took place after the story that Yosef was uh, sold. Pasuk Aleph, next. Chapter 36, Perik uh, Lamed Vav. Pasuk Aleph, chapter 36, verse 1. The Eilat told us Esav who Edim. This is the generations of Esav, and that is Edim. Base. Esav lokach as noshav mi b'nois Canaan. Esav took his wives from the daughters of Canaan. As Odo bas Elin hachiti, Odo the daughter of Elin the chiti, as Olivama bas Ano bas Tzivan hachiti, and Olivama the daughter of Ano, the daughter of Tzivan hachivi, from the chivit. So the chiti and the chivit. As we learned the pasuk before, that he took these two women. Rashi, Rashi says there's a little discrepancy. Before it says Odo bas Elon. Bas Eloin, Dr. He, that's the same woman as it says before in Perichavah Pasuk of Dallas, over there it says, Bosmas Bas Eloin. Here it calls her Odo Bas Eloin. It's the same one. Venikra Bosmas, why is she called Bosmas? They have different names. Hashem Shoyesu Makateres, Besomim Lavedezora, because she would offer incense and the Besomim, the spices for Lavedezora. Then the other one was Olivomo, Bas Anod. She's the same He Yehudis, that's the same. A uh, woman, wife, we said before, which was Yehudis, Vukino Shmo Yehudis, and he named her Yehudis Loimar Shikafel Bavedezora to say, sort of, to show that she denies Yehudis means one who admits in Hashem and, and denies Bavedezora. He wanted to say that she denies Bavedezora. Kidelahatis is obvious in order to trick his father, but her real name was Olivama, but he called her Yehudis. It's the same as before. Now it says Olivama was the daughter of Ano. The daughter of Tzivan Achivi. Zoktrashi, Bas Anna Bas Tzivan, Zoktrashi, Im Bas Anna Le Bas Tzivan. If she was the daughter of Anna, she could not be the daughter of Tzivan. Why? Uh, Anna was B'noi Shal Tzivan. Because Anna was the son of Tzivan. So if she was the daughter of Anna, so how could she be Bas Tzivan? Shunema, because it says in the Pesach, Ve'ele b'nei Tzivan, these are the son of Tzivan, and it says Ve'ayev Anna. so Anna was the son of Tzivan. So Melamed, this teaches us that Shabbat Tzivan al-Kalosoi, Eishas Anna, that Tzivan had a relationship with his daughter-in-law, the wife of Anna, Ve'yotza olivomo mi'bein shneim, and Livomo came, of both of them, so she is Bas Anna and Bas Tzivan. But the Yechakosim Shekulam Bnei Mamzeres Hoyo. Pasuk is teaching you that they were all children of Mamzeres of illicit relationships that were uh, the um, the the children came from. Pasuk Gimel. Then is Bas Mas Bas Yishmoel Achos Nevoyes. Again, Bas Mas Bas Yishmoel. So Ulahalon Koydelo, and later on he calls uh, her. Pasuk of Chestes Mochlas, Bosmas, Bas Yishmoel, and before is 
Mochlas. So Rashi, I mean, earlier, before, when he said that he, with, with the marriage, in the end of the Parshas, uh, what was it, uh, I think told us, it says, uh, it was, uh, he calls her Mochlas. We find that God in Medzif Shmuel, Perikizayin, Shloisha Mochlam Three people are forgiven their sins. Gershin is Gair, a convert who comes to convert. One who once goes up to greatness. Vanoisi Isha, one who marries a woman. He learns the reason for this from here. That's what she was called. That her sins were forgiven to her at the time of the marriage. So that's why she's called Mochlas. But her name was really Basmas. Achois Nevoyes, again, the apostle says the, the brother of Nevoyes. So, he was the one that married her to him. Because um, the Yishmael died, the Mishemes Yishmael. The Yishmael died, Nikras al Shmoy, that's why she is called uh, the Bas Yishmael, the Basmas, or the Machlas, whichever name you call her. The Yishmael, she was married by Nevoyes, performed the marriage for her, and he. Helped him get married because Ishmael was uh, was died already. Pasuk Dalav Ateled Odo LeEsov and Odo gave birth to Esav. Uh, that's the the first wife that he mentions as Elifos. Uh, that was Elifos. Ubosmas and uh, Bosmas. That was the later that he married. That he married when he also when he was at the age of sixty three because that's when the pasuk said he saw Yaakov wasn't happy with the, I mean, he saw that Yitzchak wasn't happy with the Chittite woman, and he's sending uh, Yaakov to go marry to, to Lavan, so he went and he married uh, uh, this, this, this Bosmas Bas Yishmael. So this was much later. Bosmas gave birth to Reuel. What to Reuel? Livama. So he goes back now to the, um, to Olivama, to the uh, second wife, and he jumps over to the later time to Odo. Uh, maybe she didn't give birth all this time, or whatever. But Olivama Yolda, she gave birth as Yush to Yush, as Yalom to Yalom, as Koirach, and uh, uh, and Koirach. These are the sons of Esav that were born to him in the land of Canaan while he was still. With his father before he went to uh, uh, moved on to uh, Edim. Valivama Yolda Zokrashi Vigaymer Koirach Ze Mamzer Hoya. This Koirach was an illegitimate child. Uben Elifas Hoya, and he was the son of Elifas. Illegitimate. It was they they had not not uh, correct relationship. In in other words, because they had, she was a married woman, so. And they had a child from another wife, so that's why it's called a nut, uh, it's called a mamzer. Uh, he was the son of Eliphaz uh, Koirach. Uh, even though we said before Eliphaz, uh, because he grew up by the Yitzchak, he didn't want to kill Yaakov, but I guess uh, later on uh, he still uh, did all these kind of things. So Ben Eliphaz, Koirach was the son of, uh, was the son also of Eliphaz. Uh, uh, because Eliphaz had a relationship with his father's wife, which was Olivama. Uh, Olivama uh, um, um, Because we see that Koirach is counted later on in Posik Tezayin together with those Alufim from from Esav. So, uh, which means that. Um, 
um, which means that he was Kairach uh, um, was from Alifas's child also. So he was Alifas's child, and he was Olivama's child, but not Olivama, not from uh, not not from uh, Yishmoel, but from Alifas. Posik vav vayikach. Posik vav vayikach Esav as Noshav. So Esav took his wives as Bonov and his sons. Vaz Benoisov and his daughters, Vaz Kol Nafshis Beisay, and all the people of his household, Vaz Miknehu and his cattle, Vaz Kol Behemta and all of his animals, Vaz Kol Kinyonai and all of his property, Asherachash Beretz Knan that he acquired in the land of Knan. Vayelach El Eretz, and he went to the land, Mipnei Yaakov Ochiv, because of his brother Yaakov. So Trashi, Vayelach El Eretz, he doesn't say where he went, he says he went to the land. So Trashi, Logur, he went to dwell, Asher Yimtza, wherever he would find. That wasn't clear yet. Posig Zayin, Kehoi Ruchushom Rav Mishavis Yachdov, for their possessions were too numerous uh, for them to live together. Vlayoch Leretz, Megureim, Losis Oisom, and the land of their uh, sojournings, the uh, land of Canaan cannot carry them, because of their livestock, so there was too many uh, cattle that they both possessed to uh, support uh, them too. So he had, so Esau decided uh, that he's going to leave. Uh, to provide sufficient uh, pasture for their animals. Umedrash uh, Agodeh, the Agodeh Medrash, that says that when it says in the Pasuk, because Brother Yaakov is that is because of the uh, obligation, uh, the document of obligation of that the Hashem decreed to Avram and in Perik Tazvah Pasuk Gimel, it says, "Kigeri Yezarachad," that your seed will be a strange in a strange nation, a strange land. Hamutla Zarsha Yitzchak. So somebody of the seeds of Yitzchak has to uh, do this pasuk. Amar Elech Limikan. So he says, "I will leave this place." I don't have a uh, portion, not in the gift that this land was given to him, but not by paying of the document, because the payment of the document is if you get the Eretz Yisrael, then you have to pay the price to Geir Zeracha. So he says, uh, also he doesn't want the Pirenashtar. Another another thing is another pshat, another meaning of Ipnei Yaakov Ochim Ipnei Abusha Shemochar because of the shame that he had sold his uh, birthright. Now, um, before we learned, um, I mean, Rashi doesn't explain here, before we learned that uh, Esau uh, went to uh, Adash, uh, to Seir, when he brought him the gift, when he was meeting, when he was leaving Lovin's house, he says, Ad Asher Ovei El Adoni Seira. So, uh, at that time, um, he already lived in Seir. So the Pasuk says, Vayeshev Esau Bahar Seir, Esau settled in the Mount Seir, Esau who Edoim, Har Seir Esau, it's called Har Seir Esau, which is Edoim, 
so again, it's not um, not clear to me uh, when this whole thing of Rechushim Rav Meshach Yagdov could it be that uh, after uh, Esau came back, I mean, by the burial it says Yitzchak uh, and Esau buried, I mean, Yaakov and Esau buried, Esau and Yaakov uh, buried, um, buried Yitzchak. So could it be that Esau came back and then maybe wanted to stay back in Eretz Yisrael and then the post is telling us that he had to leave and then he went away. But then it says he went to Laaretz, Rashi says, doesn't say which land, but if he came from Seir, and he ended up in Seir, so why well, do not know which land it is? He's going back to where he came from. Uh, this couldn't be um, before. Yaakov ran away before, so he didn't have all these cattle, so it wasn't his. So it looks like at some point, um, Esau did come back over here, and um, I guess um, he wanted to uh, be part of it, and then this whole thing took place. Okay, needs to be still explored further. Pasuk Tazvei Latolis Esav Avi Adoim Bahar Seir, and these are the uh, generation of Esav, uh, the father of Adoim, when he was in Har Seir. Uh, before the pasuk talked about the children that he had while he was in in Eretz Canaan. Um, that was before he left, but. Uh, the following are the children that he have in Har Seir. Those were the generations that his son gave birth after he went to Seir. This is the names of the Esau sons. Eliphaz ben Odo. Eliphaz, uh, the son of Odo, Aishas Esau. Um, that was uh, mentioned before, just before, and Ruel ben Bosmas Eishes Esav, and Ruel son of Bosmas, the wife of Esav. By Yehu b'nei Eliphaz, and Eliphaz's children was Taimon, Oimer, Tzvei v'Gaitom, Uknas. And Simna and Simna Hoysu Pilegesh la Eliphaz ben Esav. And Simna was a concubine uh, to Eliphaz, the son of Esav. And she gave birth to Alifaz as a Molek. Give her a Molek. Ela b'nei Oda Eishas Esav. These are the children of Oda Esav's wife. So Alifaz and then all the Alifaz children. And then um, also Timna gave birth to this Amolek, which we encountered later and we constantly had trouble from Amolek, uh, a grandson of Esav. So why is it important to know that she was a Pilegish, that she was a concubine? So to tell us about the greatness of Abram, how much people desire to cleave and connect to his children. This Timna was a daughter of, of Alufim. Uh, she, uh, they were uh, you know, captains, uh, Big shots. So Shneamar it says Vachoyis Loiton Timna. That Loiton's sister was Timna. So and Loiton was Loit Malufa Yeshuve Seiroi. He was one of the um, the the chieftains of um, of Seir. Minachoyim uh, Shiyashu Bolifnim. He was from the Chiyachoyim uh, that were sitting uh, there from before. She says, I don't have a privilege to marry you. Uh, at least, you know, hopefully I can at least be a concubine. 
He counts her be bonof shalalifos. He counts tim. He counts. And here she is counted as the daughter of Seir Hachori, uh, and uh, was a concubine of Eliphaz. Um, so. Um, this teaches us that he had a relationship with the wife of Seir, and Timna came out from the two of them. When she grew up, then she became his concubine. And this is the meaning of the sister of Loitan was Timna. But he didn't counter with the children of Seir, sons of Seir. Uh, children say because she was his sister from one mother and not from one father. And the following are the children of Ruel, um, which was Nachas, uh, Vazerech, Shamo, Mizo. Bosmas. This is the children of Bosmas, the wife of Esau. And the rule was his son, was her son, and gave birth to Nachav Zerach Shamo and Mizo. Yudalit ve'ela hoyu bnei Oholivamo, and these are the son of Oholivamo, Bas Ano, Bas Tziva, and Eishes Esav, the daughter of Ano, daughter of Tziva, and the wife of Esav. Bateilad la Esav, and she gave birth to Esav. Es Yehush ve'es Yalom ve'es Koyrach Yehush, Yalom and Koyrach. Pasuk Tzav ve'ela alufei bnei. Esav. These became the chieftains, the alufim of the sons of Esav. Bnei Eliphaz, Bechayr Esav, the sons of Eliphaz, who was the Esav Bechayr. Aluf Taimon, who was Aluf Oimer, Aluf Tsefoy, Aluf Kenaz. Eila Alufi Bnei Esav, the Rashi, the alufim is the Rashi Mishpocha, the heads of the clans. Tezayin aluf koirach, aluf gatom, aluf amolik, eila alufi elifaz be'eretz edem, these are the alufim of elifaz in the land of edem, eila b'nei odo, these are the sons of odo. Posik yazayim, eila b'nei ru'el ben Esav, and these are the children of Ruel ben Esav, aluf nachas, aluf zerach, aluf shamo, aluf mizo, eila alufi ru'el, these are the alufim of ru'el be'eretz edem, land of edem, eila b'nei bosmas, eishas, eishas, these are the sons of bosmas, eishas wife. And these are the sons of the Lama, Eishas, Esav, Aluf Yehush, Aluf Yalom, Aluf Koyrach. Eila, Aluf Yehulivama, Bas Ano, Eishas, Esav. These are the Aluf Yehulivama, Dorvana, Eishas, Esav. Yutes, Eila, Bnei Esav, these are the sons of Esav, Eila, Aluf Eihem, and these are the, their chieftains. Who Edoim? He is Edoim.